What the heck is up, everybody? Today is Monday, January 23rd, and welcome back. We have recurring guest McKinley Haw on the show today. Welcome to the show, McKinley. Hey, thanks for having me back. I'm just honored to be here. Can't wait to have a good show with you, and hopefully I get invited back again. Yeah, you were, uh, I believe, the first guest on this show, weren't you? Uh, episode two, right? Heck yeah, way or back that... when we went to that Packers game. Yeah, that was a good weekend. Oh yeah, um, we've been doing that every year for a couple years now. Have you taken a look at the schedule yet? Yeah, we talked about it a little bit there a few weeks ago. I think I was the one that sent that text out to you. There's a lot of good games we want to go to. We just want to pick sometime early, though, when it's warm. I did bring up that I think that the Chicago game at Lambeau would be fun because that's a huge rivalry, and I've never been to that rivalry game before. It's something like no other. Yeah, you've been to more games than me. I thought that wasn't the Chiefs at home. That'd be a fun game, too. Yeah, that one should be uh, that one should be a good one. Given that we have Aaron Rodgers, I'd be worried if we have Jordan Love where maybe it's not as exciting of a game as we thought. But didn't I also like bring up the Buccaneers? Was that a team? Yeah, you brought the Bucks up, and then we even said the Rams too. If Stafford's back next year, it'd be fun to see him. Yeah. Otherwise, we might blow him out of the water, even with Jordan Love. They sold out for that Super Bowl, but I guess they got the Super Bowl, so it was worth it. That's such a big deal, though. I mean. People don't just, it's really hard. I mean, selling yourself out for that. Look at what the Niners did right now. They're amazing. And they gave up a lot of their future to get Christian McCaffrey. And they might win it with Brock Purdy. And nothing against Brock Purdy, but nobody could have saw that coming. I mean, they can probably get some of that draft stuff back if they decide to get rid of Trey Lance, though. Because I don't think they're, maybe they're keeping him here as a backup. I feel like Purdy's earned the starting spot by now. They're going to give up one quarterback. I don't think you can really give up Purdy Jimmy, at this point. I think Jimmy G's the guy to go. Isn't he just on a one-year contract? Yeah, he's probably the one to go. Um, I like him too, and that kind of stinks because I thought he was about to mesh himself into the starting spot because he was doing really well. He yeah. kind of started their big momentous, uh, big momentous push. Is that a word? Momentous? It is. Yeah, that's a word. I, I didn't true. say it. It didn't sound right off the tongue. Moment, you know? Momentous? Momentous? Yeah. See, I'm, I've got a college degree, but sometimes a college de- degree doesn't give you everything that you need to know. So. It wasn't It wasn't in English, so it's good. It was in <laughs> I strictly speak Japanese. That's the <laughs> only language I speak anymore. One of my uh, New Year's resolutions is actually to go crazy and go beast mode on Duolingo. So... Oh. I'm constantly speaking Japanese with a little bit of fluency in Chinese. Mandarin's actually an amazing language. It's so hard to learn. You might as well throw Korean in there and then you can just take a little trip. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll just check out the whole entire country, or, uh, continent of Asia and I'll be able to talk to everybody. Is, is Filipino, is that, a, is that a language too or is those just Filipino <laughs> people? You remember, you heard about the Philippines, huh? Yeah. yeah. They're out here listening, man. They're, they're uh, good they're viewers. The second biggest viewers here behind the Americans. Oh, uh, actually, I think we have a bigger base in Germany now. I think oh, we have okay. a, like, a, 
we have a friend, I have a friend of mine at uh, West Fork that found out about this. So back in high school, he found out about this podcast. Now I think he tunes in quite a bit. The number keeps moving up a little bit each time I check the the numbies. So yeah, we're a international podcast. Big presence in the Philippines, bigger in Germany. Um, they like it when I do my accents every once in a while. It's kind of one of my favorite things to do, to be honest. But I got to be careful because you know you never know. You you don't want to do some accents. Some accents are just off limits. Um, but anything in Europe is free free to grab. That's completely rational. I got you. So you can you can throw in like an Irish accent every now and then. That's okay, but maybe maybe not so much like an Indian one. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I'll probably throw it out there sometime. I know uh, one of these days I want to do a drunk podcast, but you only do oh, like one a year. That'd be only that'd be one a, good a year. One. Well, do like a Fourth so, of July special there, right from the boat, right from the cabin. Holy shit, Just that's an awesome idea, actually. Get, get right off the boat and do a podcast. Jeez, a actually, day, I a day in the sun with some drinks that'll work at it. That'd be the probably the show of the year. It might be. I I only want to do one over the course of this year though, because what you'll notice is a lot of things sound super interesting when you're drunk and then you listen to it the next day and you're like, holy shit, what the fuck were we talking about? But it's really fun if you just do it once and then people tune in and they're like, who are these fucking dumbasses on the mic? Like, what are you even talking about? But it's super fun in the moment. But I do know that it's not a thing you do every time you podcast. In fact, I've only drank one time throughout all my shows. And I think I'm on episode 18 now. And I've only had like one beer already. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, it goes fast. 18 weeks. Well, yeah, I go weekly in the football season. It's about to go. It's about to drizzle down into the off season. But during the beginning of college football to the NFL, I plan to go weekly, like throughout those seasons. But then I'm, I'm about to hit the end of the NFL season. And then I'll be going like once or twice a month. I'm thinking whenever something big pops up, yeah, whenever something big pops up, I'll talk about it, um, get somebody on. Or if I go on a trip, see some people, maybe I'm like, okay, well, how about we just get on the mic like next week and talk about it? You know, all those big shows, they have like off seasons too. Like you watch your binge a show for a few months, but then you need a few months off. You got to you gotta rest. You're a busy guy here. Take a vacation or two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where's my ticket to Disneyland, man? That's the first thing I'm doing the second I get off. Come on. No, but I, I was telling somebody right when uh right when I was starting this, it was like football season. We we're at like this uh restaurant eating, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I've been busy. It's my it's my uh, busy season. He kind of laughed at it, but now I'm looking back at it, I'm like, dude, was fucking busy. I mean, I have to allocate one day a week at all times to this. Um, I have to like research. Yeah. I mean, I bullshit a lot. Like people that listen can tell that I'm not fucking going through all the numbers. I mean, with my people's top 10, I was, that's, I, I truly and honestly did go through all the numbers and took people's opinions into account. But for most of it, it's just, I think of a couple things I've heard over the past week. I put it in the notes pad on my phone and I try to remember to bring it up in conversation. That notes pad can be a lifesaver. I got so much random stuff on there, like a million different notes. 
<laughs> if somebody grabs my phone and is able to just unlock it, basically I have it set where you can unlock it automatically if I haven't been if if it's been within ten minutes. He could get all of my passwords. He could get my social security number, my passwords, everything he wants. And I know I'm broadcasting it for everybody right now, but I'm I'm kind of like in danger if my phone gets taken from me. And it's all I'd be probably fucked. on one note and it's labeled for them so they don't have to guess. Uh actually no. What do I have it labeled? Um so I have one that's uh, my top one says comedy bits. I'm thinking about doing this thing when it's the off season where I like do more videos on Twitter and I'm trying to, whenever I think of something funny, I like write it down and I'm like, you know, it's nothing big. Like, yes. Like I put down energy drinks. I thought of something funny about energy drinks. That's all I put. And I try to just use that to jog my memory. And maybe one day I'll do like a 30 second video doing like a bit about it. Um, Yesterday, uh, this morning, I put, <laughs> I put buying condoms. So I, I was, <laughs> you know, I was just thinking of something funny that you can easily make a short video about. So I, in my opinion, it was like, when you go to the gas station or the drugstore, you go and buy condoms, like, it, it's, you know, it's not very fun to like, say, hey, I need condoms. Instead, there should be like a universal thing where you just kind of like give them a little nod and then they're like, you know, just a discreet nod. Just and they're like, oh, you're getting condoms. So nobody says anything. It's just two nods. They give you the condoms. You give them the cash or the card. And immediately you're able to just get what you want without all the weirdness, frustration, kind of like looking around. Is anybody watching shit? So. Sounds to me like you got to make more of a TikTok. You can get a whole new group of audience too, throwing yourself with all these little comedy skits. Actually, I don't know. The I don't untitled let... TikTok. <laughs> I actually, I'm going to have an episode in the uh, off season. I think I'm going to try to bring in MJ and Drew, and we're going to think of a name for this thing. I think by the time it hits the next NCAA season, I should try to get a name to this title. Uh, but some people have told me they like it being called untitled because it's know, kind of... At this point, it's almost a household name. <laughs> yeah, but I'll make sure I market it back and make sure people know if I change the logo or if I put a name on it, you know, it's the same thing. But I do think that I might need to actually start not being so lazy and thinking through like a catchy name. Yeah, you got to for the merchandise, right? You gotta, for the <laughs> for, merchandise. For a little while I was thinking of buying like a heat press cuz I wasn't gonna, I wasn't trying to sell merch, but yeah, I have all these crickets. Yeah, something like that. But I was going to get this heat press and I was going to like think through funny ideas to like put on t-shirts and I wasn't planning on selling any, but I almost bought it around Black Friday because I thought of like all these things like, you know, the people's top 10 and like who did something funny. And like, I'd literally wear them at the gym, just stupid shit that I'll wear I around just, the house because I don't have that many t-shirts to that. I can just lounge in. You so. gotta grab the thumbnails and just put the thumbnails right on the shirt. So all those, you mean, the memes, all those memes that you're getting made, you just put them <laughs> right on the shirt, right on the cover. You got, you got 18 shirts now. There you go. You like that uh, little meme that MJ made, didn't you? <laughs> he did a good one. I'm happy with that. He does a good job. He does. He does, uh, he does what's asked of him. He does exactly what's asked for him, and you know he makes yeah. a good meme. 
So for those, tell. it's almost like the he's got like the Snapchat crop out going on from what it looks like. Yeah, and I think I know how to do that now. At the beginning, when I'd ask him to like do stuff, because I knew he like knew how to make memes. I didn't know how to do it, but I figured out how to do it since. But at the same time, my my phone screen is actually whacked up. So it's actually really hard for me to even text. I use voice text most of the time, which is kind of annoying when I'm in crowds, but I actually can't text half the time, much less scrape the you know face of somebody on Snapchat. So I actually do need him. Like to be able to make these, it would I don't think it's possible on my phone to even take a snippet of somebody's face right now you better be paying him good then for all his hard work i have a good compensation plan with him i actually do give him one of the t-shirts when you make them you know what uh a good invest plan if i get into the t-shirts here in the in the future i actually will give him one or two um but i probably find a way to put like my official name on it either on the back kind of right on the top of the back or towards the complete bottom of the uh, front side of the t-shirt. I'll probably put it on there and uh, not necessarily marketing thing, but it'd be something where, you know, it's not a complete waste of a t-shirt. Give it to a coworker, just call it part of his compensation plan. Exactly. And then when you get a new phone and you can do it yourself, it can be part of the severance package. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. One of these days I'll get myself better than a iphone i think it's an eight but it's so cracked dude it can't do shit anymore it almost had a seizure when i was in destin florida i tell i shit you not dude i had to go into we were at a the after party from drew and danielle's wedding and i went into we're all in the jenison's like family room and so i had to go into bring it into like an empty room because that thing was overheating in my pockets and i thought that chilling yeah, dude. So then I tried to like press the lock button and it showed my screensaver. And then I tried to press the open it up or, you know, press any button at all. And it was frozen on the lock screen. And so I did like that restart where you hold the top, top yeah, left key a, and the home this... button. And I held it for at least 30 seconds and it didn't make any noise. And finally I'm like, I just don't want to deal with this. So I put it in MJ's room, let it just stay there. And then I picked it up about an hour later and it worked again. So dude, I'm, I live, I live by myself up in the city and every once in a while, I'm just like, I hope this isn't the day something fucked happens and my phone won't ring. Like it's kind of freaky. That sounds like it's time for an upgrade, at least for like a new enough phone where you don't have a home button anymore. That's been (laughs) gone for a while. Well, mine doesn't have a home button. I was gonna say. No, it looks uh, it looks good enough. I also need a new otter case, but I might as well get an otter case when I get a new oh, phone. Because... What kind do you got? I went on Amazon. You can get my rubber part was crap, so I went and bought a new rubber part. You can't even tell. <laughs> no, so we don't have our video on, so you can't see it. But it's imagine the otter case, and you're looking at the back where the you know most of the coverage is. Mm-hmm. Imagine the bottom one third of the screen is just completely gone. There's <laughs> nothing on the bottom one third. It's fucking insane. Oh boy. Yeah. Sounds like you anyway. can, you can if you get this ad revenue money here, you can go <laughs> and get a new case. You can splurge a bit. Yeah. I was talking to MJ. Tax write off. 
something like that. I actually might have an opportunity. I'm getting up there where um, the platform I use is now giving people an opportunity. If you give oh, get over a certain number of viewers, like unique viewers, not just people going on different like device, whatever. But if you get enough unique viewers, like going on multiple episodes, you're able to get advertising opportunities from different people. So I don't know. I, I'm just about eligible now. And uh, I don't know how long it will take after I become eligible, but that might actually be a thing in the future for like these off season episodes. I might be able to throw in an ad here. Well, there you go. Call it halftime. Yeah. Something like that, man. Maybe I'll have game time. Better help. I don't know. Something like that. Hiring BP you, oil. <laughs> Maybe I'll get uh, the good guys eggs on. <laughs> <laughs> something like that people changing the world making it a better place the people that really matter <laughs> yeah all right um hey well what did you do this weekend do anything fun oh you know just work nothing too exciting uh went out that sums it up pretty boring weekend how about you uh, I went to a professional wrestling match that was pretty oh. cool I got a buddy from college WWE? No, this was like even not, I don't want to say lower, but it's, it's more amateur than WWE. That's actually like the big, big guys. You got to be big to be that. And I think TNA. Okay. Yep. I don't think they're on steroids. These are just people that love it. They actually, people that professionally wrestle love it. And one of my friends that I, I'll probably try to get him on here in the future sometime. Uh, He'd be so interesting to talk to because these guys do it for fun. They make they make money off it, of course. They travel a lot, and he's a young guy. He's just our age, so he gets to see a lot of different areas. It keeps him busy over the weekends, but they love that shit, dude. They'd almost do it if they were just barely making any money, too. I mean, it gives them a chance to travel, see the U.S., or even if they, I don't know how international they'd go, maybe Canada. Uh, it's for these guys, or how it works, I think, is... Uh, I don't know what you call it, but like an association, kind of like WWE, whatever. They kind of have a localized area. So I think that this one they're at is only the Twin Cities. And then if he goes into some other ones, like he knows people to be able to get him in these, you know, wrestling events over in Fargo, North Dakota. Otherwise, he knows a different association to get him into these Illinois ones. So it's kind of localized, whether it's the state, but like the big guys, of course, are kind of all over the United States, like WWE, but the, I think they kind of run associations that are localized and all these people are independent wrestlers for the most part. Um, they go through multiple different associations. Was that fun then? You got a few beers and watch some guys wrestle? Yeah, I checked off a couple on Untapped. I'm I'm trying. I'm slowly go. Yeah, I'm slowly getting back into W. Uh, my bad. Um, IPAs like craft beer stuff. I took a big hiatus. I gotta. I gotta. I've just been low on beer recently. I've been on a vodka kick. Really? Vodka tonics? Yeah. Vodka no, sodas? Vodka what do you got? Sprite. Vodka Sprite. Those are all so, reliables. Good old. Good old Tito's. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, yeah, I guess besides wrestling, dude, I watched a shit ton of Seinfeld. I think that I could make a scene 
myself these mm-hmm. days from how much I've memorized that TV show. Yeah, it's you it's know, so I've good. Never, I I've only ever seen episodes. I've never seen it all the way through. I started that '90s show this weekend though, and I really like that. I watched that too. I thought I was gonna hate it. I mean, I'm guessing you watched that '70s show then. I like all the little like they're not overly doing the cameos, but they just kind of sprinkle people in here and there for episodes, and it's got like that same feeling as the '70s show did. Actually, I kind of disagree though. Um, yeah, I do understand that. It, like, I get so much kick when like they show Kelso, when they show Fez for just that little bit. But I didn't think that the humor was the same as that '70s show. That '70s show has its most iconic moments when they're like around, like like they're saying funny things, like Kelso doing the burn. Um, they're they have this unique sense of humor that I didn't feel was really present in that 90s show you know they got the the asian uh gay guy and he like has his own sense of humor and like that's part of the jokes that they do on that 90s show whereas you know that wasn't a thing really at that 70s show i feel like it's just 20 years ago or whatever is when that 70s show came like comedy's changed a little bit to where they're trying to modernize it make it a little more with the times like you got the gay funny guy. You got the stupid pretty boy still. You got the, the Kelso kid. You got the Kelso kid. And when they still got like Red and Kitty, they're the same as they were before. The same humor and everything. Mm-hmm. So you got that old humor with the new humor. That's what I like. Yeah, but I just, I didn't feel like there was that much overlap when I was like here's the thing i thought i was gonna hate that 90s show and i actually really enjoyed it i'm kind of excited for season two you know i think that's gonna be good there there's gonna be a season two did you wait have you seen the end of this first season i've got two episodes left oh i'm gonna i'll stop talking but anyways it's really good i liked it a lot um but i did feel like i took it as apples and oranges and not so much like uh a difference what is the best word to say like a sequel of the first tv show so you treated it like it was the same show as what you're saying no i treated it completely different whenever they bring in some type of overlap which i didn't feel like was that often um you know of course you got red with the foot up his ass kelso came in one time and said burn i think or something like that and then i'm like oh yeah that reminds me of that 70s show and then i completely changed my mindset back to okay now back to that 90s show um it's kind of there's been too many shows that try to do a reboot and they fuck up so bad that I just hate it so much. Like Fuller House I'm not a big, was I'm awful. Gonna, I was just going to say I'm not a fan of Fuller House. Yeah. They did not need to ruin that show because that was so good. Yeah. But I've been watching that too. Uh, basically, I finished that and then I went right back to Seinfeld because Seinfeld's just a sitcom. You don't have to like get super indulged in it and binge it. You can take a break from Seinfeld and go right back to it like you didn't miss anything. It's, it's, I think it's the best sitcom of all time. It's not the best TV show, but it is the best sitcom. It's so funny, dude. I, I'll have to give it, I, I've seen episodes and obviously the episodes are funny, but I can't say I've sat down and watched it all the way through. Yeah, dude, they're just, uh, George, George is probably my favorite character in all of TV. 
it's so funny how their dynamic goes. Like I was thinking earlier, I was coming up with like my own bit for Seinfeld. And uh, like, let me just start from scratch. I was thinking of like writing my own scene. Cause one of the things I wanted to do was maybe do like a, like also seen in Seinfeld or a Seinfeld ish uh, bit for people that kind of follow it. And basically, so George, Costanza, he's the main character and he's kind of always like overreacting about stuff. Jerry's the reasonable comedian. He'll bring stuff up. And then you got Kramer, who's this tall, skinny, like he has crazy hair. He's kind of like a a weirdo. He's supposed to be a weird character. Like I was trying to think about a, a thing that they probably do if in my life that could be in a Seinfeld skit. And I literally came up to this exact like script. Um, I lost my AirPods this weekend, which I truly did. And uh, I was trying to think of myself in George Costanza's shoes. Basically, they're all gathered in like the downstairs. And George, Co- George Costanza goes out and he's like, God damn it, Jerry, I can't find my fucking uh, AirPods. What are we doing? Where's it at? And Jerry would like go in and say like, well, George, you're uh, look at your house. It's so damn messy. I mean, if you go upstairs, George, you can't. The socks are up on the sheets, the, you know. The t-shirts are all over the carpet. You can't even see anything on the floor. And then, of course, George comes back and he's all like, um, what are you talking about, Jerry? It's not that messy. I'm just a guy. What are you talking about? I'm not messy. And then fucking uh, he goes down and uh, he says something along the lines of, well, uh, George, if you're not that messy, what what are you talking about with the kitchen table? I mean, come on, George. The rice has been out on the... Fucking, uh, what was it? Uh, kitchen table for three days. (laughs) And then he comes to his realization. He accepts it. And then Kramer says something at the end to kind of make him accept it. He's just like, George, you're messy. Like in his gruntled voice. And if you haven't seen Seinfeld, like, I don't know, dude, I was trying to think of something funny to kind of do on video. And maybe I do. I don't want to do TikTok, but I think it actually might be the easiest way to make it work. Just yeah, dude. little bits like that. Dude, I'm coming up with all this like interesting content. And I could easily just, if you give me like a couple hours, I could probably script out something and make it somewhat funny. I made one video over the weekend for this bit that I want to try doing. It's like Trav two or two cent Trav. And uh, I think it had to do with like some type of, um, what was it? It was a boomer joke, I think. <laughs> Attacking the old folk. I won't say it here. I might actually use it later. Save, so I'm you gonna gotta save this stuff here. You don't want to give away all your good ones. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm just excited. I think I could come up with uh like I said, I'm not gonna do as many shows and episodes um until football season for the most part. I'm still gonna keep them going like monthly and maybe two times a month. But I'm going to try to make more of a presence on Twitter and just do like small comedy bits here and there. I got expand Expand the brand, as they say. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, dude, it was just professional wrestling and uh, Seinfeld. And I guess I watched the games at this bar with a couple friends on Sunday. I went and watched, uh, went out for the Giants and Eagles game. That was a disappointing game. <laughs> Probably the most boring game of the weekend. Should we uh should we talk about the NFL now? Sure. We already kind of transitioned. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what are your takes? We know the top four. We know who's in the championship. Any surprises on your end? 
Um, I kind of, all of the teams, I figured that the Bills would put up way more of a fight than they did. It was kind of the Bengals all the way. Joe Burrow was just in control the whole time, and then when it came to Josh Allen, he just kind of couldn't do it. The Niners game was probably the second most exciting game of the weekend, I'd say. I feel like that Jaguars game, just an injured Patrick Mahomes made it more fun to watch. It actually made you think the Jaguars had a chance. That game was about to be a blowout if it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes getting a little hurt. I think the Chiefs are the best team this year. Regardless of whatever happens, people can win any given game, but I think the Chiefs are the best overall team throughout this season. I regardless like of Going into this weekend, you could flip a coin on the Bills, Bengals, or Chiefs, and any of those three teams would win the AFC. But after watching how the Bills played, I guess I was wrong with them. But next week, you could honestly flip a coin and whatever side it lands on could win. I feel like What's... that's it. The spread, I think, was like minus two to the Chiefs. Was it? Let me let me look them up right now. Um... Last, I looked earlier today. And then I want to say the other game was two and a half points to the Eagles. So they're given a field goal for the Chiefs, was it? Um, let me look. Oh no, my app's saying different. They're saying uh. Oh, mine says Cincy minus one now. Yeah, they updated. Yeah, Philly. Yeah, still, since Philly's still two and a half. I wonder if that has to do with Patrick Mahomes' injury. Because it's in. Mm-hmm. It's at the Chiefs, isn't it? Yeah, it's at the Chiefs. Uh, because the whole situation with. Um, it was only for the Bills where they might have like a, what was it, the a neutral. neutral site? Yep. Yeah. They've been talking about the possibility of making all conference championship neutral sites in the future. Well, how do you feel about that? I feel like that almost ruins the point of the one seed. Like, yeah, it, it really does. And yes, they get a bye, but I feel like the first round bye, it doesn't do a whole lot. I mean... I hate to use the Packers as a bad example, but we always usually get the first round by and then we lose the next round. Last year we did that. I feel like you're almost like lose your momentum you have. Yeah, and you really don't get to use it. You get one game. I mean, that's not a big deal to just get one game at home against a, a lower seed. Sometimes that lower seed is has the hottest team at the moment too because they force their way in. Like I thought this... Actually, if, if the Packers or the Lions got in, they would have arguably been the hottest team outside of the Niners. I'd agree. I think the Niners are the team to beat right now. I think yeah, they... Looking into this weekend, I got two reasons for rationale. The first rationale reason is we're in the Midwest and it's winter. What is What happens in the winter? Snow. What color is snow? White. <laughs> Who wears white away teams? So I got the 49ers and the Bengals this weekend. 49ers and the Bengals? Because they're the away teams. But (laughs) in all honesty, the 49ers are the team to beat, I think. It'll be them. And I think you could flip a quarter or coin to see Bengals or Chiefs. Both of them could make it. (laughs) But I liked my rationale. It makes sense. It makes too much sense to be wrong, to be honest. That, we'll call it the winter special the, uh, parlay. 
The Whiteout Special. Yeah, there we go. The Whiteout Special. That's even better. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to put that up. So it's the Bengals and the Niners. Let me write this down. I'll put it in closer to Sunday. So we'll get that out. We'll call that uh, if somebody wants to tail you on that. 49ers and Bengals. Uh, mine, I'll be honest. So I had my buddy up from Hopkins on like a month and a half, maybe two months ago. And we were talking about this and I still kind of believe that I was on to something. I said that this was before I even knew Brock Purdy was going to be playing, but I said that I don't see there being a way that it wasn't going to be the 49ers and the chiefs. So I'm pretty close to what you were assuming, but I don't know, dude, the chiefs, it depends on the Patty Mahomes we see. I do think that overall, the Bengals are a better team. And they're, they're built defensively. They're hotter than the Chiefs are right now. But if we get even 60% of Patrick Mahomes, he's probably not going to lose that game, in my opinion. That's what they said last year. This was the exact same situation, though. Bengals, probably a worse team last year than they are now. And they beat them at... At the Chiefs. Yeah, but the Chiefs the Chiefs were looking back. Right now they're underdogs. Can you believe that the Chiefs are underdogs in this game? That makes no sense to me. It's because of the injury. If Patrick Mahomes was healthy, they'd be the... Like I said, this morning they were the favorites when I looked. Yeah, but I just... I still don't get it. I don't know. Uh, maybe Vegas knows something we don't about that injury. He's going to play. You know He'll that, play. right? He'll he... play. It's not. It's more of a nagging injury than it'd be a serious injury. Unless they come out and say he broke something. Yeah, but even if... I don't know. Hey, how does it work? Does If he's able to, like, you know, walk on it, jog on it, can they force him not to play? Is that how it works? Like, you're an athletic trainer. We, I mean, the medical, so NFL, they have doctors. The doctors have the final say. So if a doctor thinks that, like, he's they're at risk to, like, seriously injure it to where, like, let's say if he plays on it, which it wouldn't happen because they said it's just a high ankle sprain, where if he played on it, he could break his foot in this next season, then a doctor could say, hey, he's not playing, and they have to listen to the doctor. Mm-hmm. But that'd be huh. the only situation. Yeah, the, the Chiefs didn't look that great against the Jaguars, but you know that they're not going to be that same team. If you give Patrick Mahomes a couple, you know, a little bit of rest, he walks on it the last couple days before, goes through some walkthroughs, maybe, you know, start sprinting a little bit. The What is it, a Sunday game? Both of them are Sunday games. He'll sit, yeah. out of, he'll sit out of practice till Wednesday or Thursday. We'll have a limited practice Thursday, Friday. They give him Saturday. I don't know if they do a rest day the day before a game, and then he'll play Sunday. That's if I had a guess. They'll have Monday, Tuesday off for sure, maybe even Wednesday. Limited practice Thursday, Friday. Saturday, they're going to say he's good to go. Yeah. So that game is basically going to be a pick unless we see a like crazy development with Patrick Mahomes. I, I'm probably going to take Chiefs money line because I don't think this – if it ends up being a two-and-a-half spread again, I'll probably just take the spread so it, it means more because I think they're going to win by about four points in the end. I have a thing where 
the spread's less than three points, you might as well just take the money line. Exactly. Wait, really? Wait, no, I'm I, the complete opposite. If it's two and a half, you might as well just take the points instead of money line. How often do you see people win by one or two points? That's what I said. So you take the money line. No, no, no. But I'm talking the Chiefs being minus two and a half. So it'd be like you got to win. Oh, by, they got to win I'm, by a field goal. I'm talking if you're picking underdogs. So oh, no, I think the, I think the gonna spread's going to change up. again. You think it'll go? Farther one way? In Chiefs' favor, yeah. Okay. So that'll just I'm... make that'll just make my weight out parlay that much more money when it hits when they're both <laughs> So basically just wait on the parlay till Saturday, right? Exactly. <laughs> wait until I uh say Mahomes is healthy and then you get the most money back. So if I had to bet on this next weekend, I think the Chiefs are going to win. Right now, I'd probably, I'm just going to go Chiefs money line, and I'm going to go 49ers money line, but that's not it. Let's go with uh, Christian McCaffrey over. What's his over under? I probably have I don't know. Let, let's go over, though. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's, here's what you do. Um, yeah, let's let's do it. Christian McCaffrey over. I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna take it. So that's gonna be my parlay. We gotta make it interesting with like three because maybe I'll do two parlays. Maybe I'll just do t- like two straight shots. I'll pick 49ers money line, then I'll do Chiefs money line, and then I'll do my parlay. We'll do uh, Chiefs money line, 49ers money line, and then uh, Christian McCaffrey over. We're gonna go with it. There you go. But all right, let's take one step back quick. Uh, you said that you were shocked about the Bills losing to the Bengals, and that was probably uh, – 49ers-Cowboys game was good, but I had more fun watching the Bengals and the Bills. It was so It's so fun to watch the Bengals when they're at their best, and it brings me back to like the preseason futures that people put up. The Bills were the favorite to win the Super Bowl this year, and I mean I – I thought they were good, but I thought that was a stretch. You see, at the beginning of the season, like their first three or four weeks, they were like beating teams by 20 points, 30 points. I thought they were the favorites to win it. And then they kind of had a slump there. They lost to the Vikings. They had another loss in there where it showed them that like, oh, this is a beatable team. But I don't think they were flukes. I think they had the unfortunate odds of having to play the Bengals where if they play the Jags this last week, they would have beat the Jaguars and would have oh, been yeah. the, and they would be in the championship. I still think them, the Chiefs and Bengals are all pretty evenly matched. I still I still think uh I think you know if, they would have had to play either the Bengals or the Chiefs in the AFC championship game. They wouldn't have won that game. Neither team, whether they uh, – wherever it was at, even if it was in Buffalo. I mean, I guess they just lost at Buffalo. But I think Bengals win this game two times out of three, three times out of five. They win it the majority. I think they're overall the better team. And you know that uh, that game that got canceled that meant a lot and kind of screwed Cincinnati with all these rules that were made up as a, like- an account of it. I think Bengals were set up. They were – they were looking as good as anybody that game. It was going to be a shootout, but I think they beat. They would have beat them by more than ten that game. It was, yeah, ten. 
I don't know. That's hard. Ten points is a lot. It doesn't seem like a lot. A touchdown and a field goal. Yeah, and then the other team scores right back. Yeah, that would be a high scoring. I feel like that game would have been more exciting than the game we saw this last Sunday. Yeah, I think so too. And what's weird is that was at Cincinnati too. Both teams look good. The snow had something to do with it too. Mm -hmm. Like it was. I mean, typically they're gonna run the ball more with snow and mixing in the running corps for Bengals. Like you said, they're just a better overall team. I think their running outran the Bills. And the crazy thing is, uh, Bengals were low on offensive linemen in that game. Yeah, there were they, three of them. I two or three, I can't remember, but they had some key people out, and they still ran it up their butt. Man, it was it's fucking crazy. Yeah, I yeah shows how good I guess or how deep they go and. I don't know who their O-line coach is, but he probably deserves a raise. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. But they look good. I'm afraid to bet the Chiefs, but I'm going to stick with my guns. I think that I was a prophet telling something like a month and a half ago before the Brock Purdy madness came in. And I think I just got to stick with my guns. They've made it this far. And I tell you what, McKinley, I've lost a lot of money betting against the 49ers. You, you were talking about this when I was with you at the reception two weeks ago because you bet against them that week, didn't you? Yeah, and I didn't bet against them this week. I actually bet the over, <laughs> and that was that, dumb. <laughs> that didn't hit either. <laughs> no, that wasn't even close. We kept on thinking there might be a chance if they make overtime because then maybe one of the team kicks a field goal and then they score a touchdown. But I don't know, dude. I, I was... I should have just bet the 49ers, but I just keep thinking there's going to be a time when they just lose. And I think this time I'm just... But I don't think it's going to be this week. I think, obviously we have difference on the AFC side, but I think Bengals, Niners, Bengals win it because it's a revenge game from last year's Super Bowl. Oh, really? Huh. No, I... uh... Shit, maybe I maybe I pick. Uh, so if we have the no, so I think it'd be the Chiefs and the Niners, and I'd probably say the Chiefs win it. So you're pretty much picking the AFC. We're both on the AFC yeah, this year. Yeah, we're both on the AFC this year. I think the AFC is just the better teams. Yeah, the Eagles. I'm surprised both of us unanimous, unanimously chose against the Eagles because they're almost a field goal favorites in this game. It's actually Vegas is. The public is on Philly like a lot right now. Uh, I think it's two and a half, but if I was to bet, I'd only get minus 20 odds, which means that I'd get less than normal for a spread. Mm -hmm. So people like the Eagles, but, and and they kind of, I don't think we have much to talk about with that Giants Eagles game, but I mean, I did. So last week, I hope there wasn't too many people that picked the parlay that me and Ben drew up for just based off team colors facing each other. The Giants were the only team that didn't hit. And we picked a couple underdogs. The Chiefs we picked, of course, they were a favorite. Um, The Niners were a favorite in that game by just a little bit. And the Bengals were actually six-point underdogs against the Bills, which I think was ridiculous. That is a pick game. That was a pick game. We picked them straight money line for the uh, parlay, but the Giants we had money line, 
and uh that was that i never ah oh, geez dude i'm just glad it wasn't a sunday game where i was thinking that uh, you know i get my hopes up for absolutely nothing how do you this is irrelevant to that how do you feel about how they're doing the pro bowl this year i think it's gonna be a <laughs> stupid flag football game no one's gonna watch i There's... probably won't even watch I don't think I'll watch. To be honest, I never watch the Pro Bowl, though, anyways. I don't think it's that interesting. Uh, but they're trying to make it so all these good players that are still playing at the time have an opportunity to play, which I don't think they will because it's – I mean, the people in the Super Bowl don't really want to go in and do that. So it's not even helping for that sake. People don't want to get hurt at a game that doesn't mean anything, you know. So I guess I get that aspect of it, and they're trying to make it so people aren't opting out like they do bowl games. but. Um, I'm not going to watch it, but I haven't watched a Pro Bowl in forever, so. I think if I watch it, it'll be for old Pete Davidson. He's a celebrity coach. Wait, Davidson? Yeah. You're shitting me. Who's he no, coaching? Uh, him and Eli Manning, I think, are doing the NFC team. And then Who's I gotta, uh? I got to think. Let me look it up. That's fucking awesome. Actually, that might change my perspective on it. I'm a big Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg's the other celebrity coach. Dude, I'm fucking with Pete Davidson's team. It's Pete Davidson and Eli are coaches and Snoop Dogg and Snoop Dogg and Peyton Manning. (laughs) He's coaching the NFC team? Fuck it, dude. I'm betting uh, something. I'll probably just bet money line on the... I'm just going to bet money line on the NFC team if that's an option. Just fuck it. Actually, I'm going to vote. Um, they should have coach of the game then. They should have coach of the game as well. So we could have Pete Davidson win that. Cause it says they're the team captains. You know Eli Manning's not doing shit in that. He's just fu- going to fuck around with his brother. They're just they're opposite teams. No, I know. He's just going to fuck around with his brother, though. They understand football, but Pete Davidson's going to lead this team, man. He's going to take them all the way. Yeah, dude, he's got so much swagger. And I've been listening to it. Big Dick Pete, and what are the odds they get Big Cock Brock to come in there with them? If they lose, maybe. He he was no Pro Bowl pick, but (laughs) throw him as a celebrity, as a guest. Dude, I gotta talk. I gotta find some new news about Pete Davidson to talk about here uh, in the off season. I was fucking loving Pete for a while. He was on a little roll there with all his girls. Is he still dating Emily? Nah, he was seen with someone else. I thought was it Lana Del Rey? No. Oh shit! I think I did post about that because we saw some stuff about it. But no, did they break? Oh shit! As of December twenty eighth. Oh Pete. Pete was just trying to have a, a happy holiday for New Year's Eve. He was just trying to have a good holiday, so he broke it off with Emily. He's good. You know, that one, that's good for Emily uh, Ratajkowski, though. She kind of, you know, she was reaching up, and she got into a bigger bigger relationship with a more popular guy. Who was she, good married, for her. Who was she married to before? Because she got a divorce here, didn't she? Um, I don't know. Uh, let me check. Ah, no, I'm only seeing former boyfriend. Oh, dude, did she date? Uh, oh no, I don't know that guy. It's this like menswear buyer, Andrew Dyden. 
They broke up a while back, though. Whoever Sebastian Bear McClure? Who's that? Oh, they're nobodies. They're nobodies, man. She got up to Pete's level. That's crazy. Pete's the guy. Pete's my homie, man. I got to get him on here sometime. Who? Contact his people. Have his people <laughs> talk to your people. Yeah, we'll we'll have them. I'll have my memer contact them. We'll get in touch. Get the have the intern help out. I'd love that, dude. I'd fucking like hammer him with awkward questions just to see how he reacts. He definitely has something to say to everything. He's definitely that kind of guy. He's got some stories he could say. I bet. <laughs> yeah, dude. He uh he's got a story for everything. I mean, he's his stand up. I've been listening to it more and more often. It's funny as fuck, dude. He talks about Staten Island and those people are fucking bonkers, dude. They're they're kind of like their own version of human beings over there. They're they're their own kind of New Yorker. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny. Like uh so we always have this interpretation in New York and I've been seeing more and more of it in Seinfeld because they try to like always just bitch at each other you know they talk about the stubway they talk about the trains they talk about public transportation they they get mad at people if they like say something you know they're just annoyed they're naturally annoyed people um and Pete Davidson just goes over and he just like says these nonchalant he says stuff in a nonchalant way of things he's seen people from Staten Island do and they're they're bonkers man um, I can't think of one at the top of my head, but you got to listen to some of the stand-up because those people are fucking weird. I like the Saturday Night Live sketches. Yeah, those those are all right. I don't like the characters he plays that much because they, they're, they're stupid funny, you know? He's actually a funny guy, but they obviously know he's kind of a, an awkward, weird guy himself, so they put him in all these weird... Like when he plays Chad, remember Chad? Uh, that's what I was going to say. I loved this. I watched a Chad skit and it was like on Twitter or something. And it was the one where it was like the tennis auction and people were offering millions of dollars for going on a date with them. And then the top, <laughs> com- the top comment was, you know, it's funny because this is relevant in real life too. <laughs> you know, my, uh, the thing about Pete Davidson and SNL, he's so funny. And I, I actually love his stand-up, but I don't know if he's that great on SNL because he he's always breaking character. Yeah. He's he constantly laughing. He'll laugh and break the sketches a lot. And that's what Will Farrell was so good at. He never fucking laughed. He kept his emotions constant. Yeah, dude, he had his poker face on the minute that the lights showed. Like, he was a great SNL actor, and I actually had a take on Twitter, like, my personal account the other day. I saw something Eddie Murphy said, and it was funny as fuck, and I started thinking back to, like, all these different people that come through the pipeline, and I thought that there, even though there's been so many good actors, I thought Eddie Murphy was by far. Like, it's well, not even close like, how much better he was. so much famous, like, when he was young in his career is when it was, like, the peak of SNL. Yeah, he got them when they were young, man. He popped their cherry back at a young age. That was before all of his movies. <laughs> yeah, and then he even was a good actor. I was just watching Daddy Daycare like a little bit ago. Oh, um, it's I on Netflix. Seen that movie forever. Yeah, dude, it's it's good, and it 
it makes him like become a dad figure. Most of the time he's like this, this loud black guy. Like that's kind of the character they give to him. A, a loud black guy. He says funny stuff. And you know, he played a donkey in Shrek. He actually is a pretty good actor. He, he oh. plays a lot of different roles. Like the dad in daddy daycare, a caring father in a haunted mansion. Uh, like even these kid friendly movies. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, that's a good one. What's that even about? I see it all the time. He's wearing this crown. He's the king of some African country and he comes to America to do something, meet the president or something. And then he ends up in like the, the slums of New York and stuff and meet people. <laughs> it's a funny movie. And then oh, there's a dude. sequel too with his like son or daughter coming to America. Really? Is he in yeah. that one too? Or um, yeah, is he it is. Just... Nope, he's in it too. Man, Eddie Murphy's fucking funny. I think uh, I don't know if you saw it, but the tweet was basically. It was Complex, the magazine, the entertainment magazine posted something about him doing this speech at this college graduation. And he was talking about, he was talking about his comedy and he said, if you can do three things, right? Like, uh, mind your business, pay your taxes and keep Will Smith's name, wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Because it's the way he presents the delivery, too. That's so fucking awesome. Because he was getting all sentimental at first. Like, just actual good life advice. And then he flips a switch and becomes the way he states it. Like, only so many people in the world can even deliver it as intense as he did. Because all of a sudden, he goes from sentimental to just fucking, like, pit, like pinning that delivery. It was awesome. Anyways, I I was thinking about SNL the other day. That's, that's kind of funny we brought up Pete Davidson. Because, yeah, he's good, but he's not even... He doesn't even touch the greats at SNL either. No, they've got something from Will Ferrell... Adam Sandler was on there. There's so many, so many good ones. Yeah, Chris Rock, yeah. the dude that Chevy, got fucking punched. He, he wasn't Chevy bad. Chase. Yeah, good, good thought. I kind of forgot about him too, but he's he doesn't touch Eddie Murphy either, in my opinion. Um, you know who I like? He does great stand up, but he wasn't really an actor. John Mulaney wrote a lot. He wrote a lot in SNL, and he ended up being really fucking good. He did he ever do any skits? Uh, he he's done a lot. He's hosted a ton since he stopped doing SNL. But he probably he did a skit here and there while he was at SNL. But he was mostly a writer. He'd like write the jokes that go into it. Do a lot of the heavy work in the back. Yeah. He he does Big Mouth. That's a good one. <laughs> does he he's really? A, he's a writer for Big Mouth. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah. Um, I guess there was one more thing I put on it. I don't want to get too deep into it because we don't really talk politics on here. But did you see that crazy stuff about M&Ms today? M&Ms? Yeah. What it's happened? the weirdest fucking news, dude. M&Ms, uh, they, uh, they kind of got canceled or so because I guess they were getting kind of sexy or they like changed the M&M uh, icon. I did see Did that, you hear about like, that? Uh... They were talking about like all the colors and how they're yeah. Dude, the, like, what the brown one's too sexy or something. 
<laughs> Dude, all I gotta say is like, that's so fucking weird. Um, that we're even thinking about sexualizing M and M's. They're fucking chocolates. That's fucking crazy. What in the hell? Well, why are we complaining about them sexualizing M and M's even? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, what, what is, why are we canceling M&M's for like slightly changing it? I guess that they went from uh, more, for a while they had like high heels or something on that. And then they talked that, you know, we're, we're making they people sexualize too, these people. Too and sexy for the M&M's. And... Dude, I don't know. All I'm you saying know, is. There's you're... people with diet, people who have those sugar problems, you know, and all the diabetes. <laughs> Maybe, Bro. That's their, maybe that's their kink at the end of the day is a few few female M&Ms, whatever colors those are. Like the Dude, green, they're going... What colors even are the green and the brown ones or something? Uh, there's green, there's brown, there's blue, there's yellow. I well, think they the, kind of changed the, the colors are, recently, though. The yellow's a guy. The blue, I don't even know. What, I'm talking like the commercials. Dude, what do these people think that the normal humans doing like when we watch these super bowl commercials of m&ms or like any commercials do they like instantly think like oh shit dude i'm feeling something down there like all i'm thinking about are those fucking legs man oh man if i had if i had the chance i fuck her bro like that that m oh boy the way they wrote that m man dude that's that's fucking hot bro is that a caramel is that a caramel one oh man hold on you know, uh, sorry guys, I gotta dip for a second. I gotta take a massive deuce. All they're doing is like looking up Eminem porn on their phone. <laughs> Rub one off quick. Sorry guys, I don't think straight when I'm horny. Shoot, is the commercial over? <laughs> oh shit, the game's on. Hell, give me a give me a couple minutes, guys. Come on. Hey, let, let's rewind that. <laughs> um. Shit, that uh, that also made me think. I can't give out all this content, but another thing that I was thinking of that I put in my notes had to do with like when you don't bring a magazine or your phone with you. Like you know how sometimes you gotta charge your phone and you don't when bring you gotta, it to the bathroom. You gotta read the shampoo label and stuff like that. It's I know it's fucking weird. The other day my phone was almost dead, so I had to charge it, and I didn't really want to bring it in. And I don't have magazines in my bathroom, so all of a sudden I'm like grabbing my contact solution. I'm looking at it, and it's like, <laughs> oh shit, this is like 100% saline. That's fucking crazy. Like, and then I'm like, once there's nothing interesting on that bottle, which probably takes about. 10 15 seconds tops i'm like all right what else do we got here uh hairspray the, i'm like look at toothpaste yeah all of a sudden i'm so interested in what weird chemicals are in my hairspray like there's no other time where i read that except for when i have absolutely nothing to do and i'm dropping a deuce which will probably take about at least 10 to 15 minutes like i i can't just force it down there because otherwise that's i'm gonna fucking yeah. break something down there you you, you can't rush those take things your time. don't clog the pipes let it come natural yeah yeah exactly i mean uh you it's, know that's you time especially when you're on the clock at work and you gotta go in that's you time boss i know makes a, boss makes a dollar you make it done that's why you're gonna shit on company time yeah, I've heard those things too, but I also, I never think about it that way because I work from home. So a lot of times, I don't know, you know how you get like these set schedules of when you got to like drop it? Mm -hmm. Mine's like at night. 
Really? So like right before bed, you go, oh, time to sh- shower, shave, and go to bed or whatever? No, it's not necessarily when I go to bed. Um, imagine like 7.30-ish. You know, you, you just ate a pretty good dinner. You know, you had some rigatoni. Maybe you had some Chef Boyardee or you, today I guess I cooked some uh, cannolis. Um, they were, they were packaged, (laughs) of course, but I just ate a little bit and, uh, you know, I'm watching some TV, maybe a game's on, maybe I'm watching some Seinfeld. I don't fucking know. Anyways, you give myself like 45 minutes, all of a sudden it's coming out again. I'm on a schedule. It's, you got it down. That's all that matters, I guess. Yeah, but I don't know how you can readjust your schedule. I don't know if you like decide to overload on fiber the night before so you can try to get it back to the morning you hold it till morning or something i don't know i'm pretty sure that takes life i'm pretty sure you lose parts of life if you hold in your um you know you're not you're deuce that long you know maybe that's a secret to like getting like a nice ass because all those ass muscles are working (laughs) it's basically like you're lifting you got to hold it all in all night so the That's- only way I can see that being a reasonable thing to do is if you basically pull like an all-nighter or if uh, if it's a Saturday and you know you don't have anything to do on Sunday, so you basically stay up until like 6.30, 7 o'clock a.m. And you try to like, you know, even if you go to the bar, the bar closes well before 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock. So you probably just got to force yourself to play video games and stay awake. Uh, because you're not going to bed. Like, if you've got to hold it in, you're not thinking about going to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the last thing in your mind. Yeah. Anyways, I just, I keep thinking about these because for the past two and a half, three weeks, I've been putting down bit ideas because you got to think ahead of it sometimes. Uh, and one of these days, I'm going to grab these bits and I'm just going to like make a 30 second video off of it. But it won't be TikTok, at least at first. You're gonna start on the start on the Twitter, and then go to TikTok's what you're saying. I like being like above the Zoomers, you know. I like feeling more prestigious by not getting into all these, not fetishes, but getting into all these. Um, you gotta set the new trend. You gotta find whatever the new app. You gotta find the new B the new B real, and maybe they're add videos to B real, and you can be on top of that. Maybe, or I can just like use the tit. I, I like. I like Twitter, but part of me just doesn't want to get into TikTok because everybody else does it, and it makes me cringe sometimes, but I also watch the same exact reels. Like, they overlap between Instagram reels and TikTok. Yeah, well, that's tough. There's something... You got the Facebook ones, too, if you use the Facebook. Actually, I've watched so much House MB or MD off of a Facebook watch. (laughs) <laughs> just watching the scenes yeah dude they're fucking crazy house uh dr house or whatever his fucking name is is such an asshole it's so fucking funny i mean he goes in and he i mean there was this person the other day that was um attracted to dolls and uh at first he comes in and he's just like you need to check me out something's wrong with me and uh finally after they like went through a bunch of tests and they're like, you're a normal guy. He finally like levels down with him and says, yeah, dude, I just find these mannequins fucking sexy. Like he's a fucking psychopath. And then house MD or Dr. House, whatever his name is, found out that he was like low on a certain vitamin. And that's what made him attractive to dolls. 
thoughts a little was that scientifically fact checked there um probably that not get too low on calcium and all of a sudden your little sister's doll starts looking cute it's not calcium it's some weird shit i can't remember what it was in fact i'm not scientifically knowledgeable enough to even remotely know what part of the brain it affects basically house goes on this jibber jabber about what's going on he's like you know i think this is it it's a chromosome uh, mitochondria blah 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 whatever they talk about in their scientific terms normal folk just like go like oh they're talking like smart right now like let me know when you figured out the uh diagnosis and then after like 30 seconds he says we need to do this it's genius they got it down it's like my seinfeld bit that i was talking about earlier with george being like this uh you know, hard-headed guy, and then Jerry being the reasonable Jewish man who's telling him that he's wrong. And then Kramer's just the uh, weirdo who says something in a weird way and it makes people laugh in the end. I mean, it's science. It's science. Whatever works, works. And House MD has something they do every single episode and it works for them. Same with Criminal Minds. It does the same fucking thing. If you've seen that, that's pretty much the whole entire time is you see somebody get killed at the beginning, they go to the station, you get very close to a couple main characters, and then at the end, you're surprised by who it is. They uncover who it is. Speaking of that, completely irrelevant to the show, I watched that Knives Out movie this weekend. Really good. It's like the murder mystery deal, and that was the same thing. You think you know who did the killing, and then it like completely turns upside down, and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I recommend I haven't seen either of them, but I, I saw Netflix them. has it. I watched them both over the weekend. Yeah. That, uh, I've heard it's pretty good. Um, and I think it's supposed to be kind of like Clue, isn't it? Yeah, in a way it is, yeah. It's like, uh, there's a little, I wouldn't say comedy, but there's like just little funny bits in there too. And it really like confuses you. It makes you think. <laughs> and then when you think you know who it is, and I watched it with my roommate, and we thought it was two different people. And it was neither of them. It was someone completely different. Oh, shit. You know, uh, was it Mrs. White or Professor Plum? Oh, you know. it was Colonel Mustard do it? It was the Colonel. Oh, <laughs> uh, fucking. I, I got to play that game again, dude. Um, Clue's good. Clue's a good game. And I haven't played a board game in fucking forever. I don't have board games. I'm a fucking 24-year-old. I don't have board games at my place, but... Something I uh I want to play again when I get back home or something. That game's so good. You just uh you basically just guess a bunch and uh, you try to you, you feel like your Spencer what's his name and uh Spence Doctor Spencer Reed the Criminal Minds guy when you find out or you come to a conclusion of who it is, but. It frustrates you the whole fucking game, but the minute that you finish it up, you're, then you're done. the mastermind. You're the genius. Yeah, then you're like the most genius person in the world. All of a sudden, your um, bevito and your ego go so high. <laughs> Skyrocket. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's that's all I really had for today. You got you got anything else? No, I think we're good. Thanks for having me. It was another good episode. Hopefully, you have me on again. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. End of the football season. I'm uh, I'm getting really stoked for next year. I'm already thinking about like places I might travel to to uh, see a college football game. I'm trying to like really hit it hard and like 
find excuses to go to a bunch of different areas that I have friends living there to well, be we, able to see a football game. So We screwed up when we went to the Packers game because we drove through Madison on the way there, and it was right like we could have went to a Badgers game. That would have been fun that Saturday because it was like an hour before kickoff right when we were driving through. Traffic was a bitch. And then we're like, yeah. why is it so bad? So I Googled it, and the Badgers played like within that hour. The thing about Wisconsin is they fucking love the Badgers and they love Green Bay because that's the only main sports teams there. They they can just all unanimously choose one of both of those teams and just root for them all the yeah, time. Yeah, because they don't have like Iowa, Iowa State, you and I yeah. there. It's just Madison. Or I guess it's just the Badgers, but then they have like satellite ones, but they're still the Badgers. Yeah, I mean, there's so many UW, like, D3 schools and small schools, but none of them are competing factors with the Badgers. So even if you went to UW Lacrosse or um, Black River Falls, blah, 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 you still cheer for the Badgers because you're from Wisconsin or you have Wisconsin roots. So all of them are unanimous. So their whole entire state can just go after, like, a, one professional team and one NCAA team. So they're spoiled like that. They don't get that interstate rivalry aspect, but they kind of use that with their conference. Is it that way being in Minnesota too, have you noticed, with the Gophers? Because they got Minnesota State, but that doesn't really add up. Yeah. Minnesota. Little bit. So you're right, but in hockey, Mankato State or Minnesota State down in Mankato, Mankato, they're D1. They're D1 in hockey, and people fucking love hockey up here. In fact, I might be going to a party this next weekend that's, like, outside, like, hockey is playing. There's concerts. There's, like, beer. So, Hockey games are fun to go to in person. I'm not big on watching it on TV, but I've been to a few games. I went to, like, the minor leagues Iowa Wild for the Minnesota Wild, and that was a lot of fun. Beer is cheap, cheap beer usually, and just watching pretty much soccer on ice. If I end up doing this this next weekend, it's going to turn me like full Minnesotan. I'm going to literally start talking like tapioca and like some weird shit like that because I hit hockey. I'll literally be standing on frozen ice. That's where they're supposed to be holding this whole thing. It's, it's in the, it's on this lake, I guess. So I'm looking into that and I don't know if I'll do it quite yet, but I guess it it does sound kind of fun. It's something that I don't something normally different. do. I'm super wimpy in the cold right now, though, and that would be completely outside where it's I can't supposed like. Supposed to let... be really cold here. I don't know what it's supposed to be there. Like the coldest it's been in a few weeks. I think the high is like two degrees on Sunday. Dude, I fucking hate wearing a hat too, and I I don't want to wear like a a hat because it messes up my hair, and I like. My hair, it sounds, it sounds fucking dumb, but I like my hair to look nice. And if I ever have to take out my hat while I'm out and about, all of a sudden I got these, uh, like, it looks like a bunch of icicles sticking up on my hair. <laughs> From the hairspray or gel you use? Yeah. Cause I put a little bit of hairspray on it and then it gets all messy and then it's like sticking in different places. So I look so dumb. And so I don't want to take off my hat ever, but I also look like a little kid when I wear any type of hat, whether it is a stocking cap, like when it's cold out or a baseball cap. If I ever take off that hat, um, 
I might be in danger and I <laughs> might look like Jack Frost. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting, but I hate situations where I have to wear a hat. Um, I vented on it when I posted my last Instagram story, but I truly do believe it. And I'm just not a hat person. I've always looked like a little kid when I wear a hat. And so I just, uh, I, I'm not excited for a situation where I have to wear a hat because I'm not going to take it off the whole entire day. So people are going to be, they're not even going to like want to look at my ID because they're just like, who is this fucking like high school kid coming up to me asking me for beer? Like you, if I even need to think about what I want, they're like, oh yeah, this is this kid's first time at a bar. Well, Ever had a beer, bro? You just have to go with the, you can go earmuffs, make it a look. Uh, I don't really have any of those. I don't know if that would look good with me. Also, it keeps, it doesn't keep you that warm. Like I'm, I am a true wimp when it comes to being cold. And you live in Minnesota. Yeah, dude. It's right now. Right now I do. We'll That's see. True. You said you're making a move in. We'll see. That's always tentative, but I'll be here a little while longer, like at least a year. Um, winter's almost over, man. I mean, give me two more months and it should be pretty decent again. I've made it through the hard times, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. February is always the worst in my opinion. No, it's not as bitter cold in February from my opinion, but oh well, that's uh we could argue about that all day. That's nobody really knows except for these fucking meteorologists that are always wrong. <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, thanks for joining McKinley. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. And, uh, thanks to everybody for tuning in. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week.